At a time when everyone's supposedly so social, and you can have hundreds of followers on LinkedIn, hundreds of friends on Facebook, and hundreds of people following you on Instagram or Snapchat, what do you do when you get lonely? How, as an adult, do you learn to make a new friend? Welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's discussion goes in the being human category. At first glance, it might not have a whole heck of a lot to do with business, but as business owners, leaders, managers, aspiring sort of personal developers, if you want to call it that, is that phrase personal developers i very much doubt it but at a time when everyone's talking about being a bigger bolder version of ourselves sometimes we just have to talk about being human and a human struggle i think today's listener question dials in on that rather nicely and poignantly so i'm going to let her leave the discussion and i'll find you on the other side Heather, I'm a new listener to your show. I cannot believe you record every day. I have a lot to catch up on. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I just heard an older episode of yours where you talked about needing to make new friends now that you have moved. If it's okay to ask, I'm wondering how that's going. How do you make new friends as an adult? I ask because I'm struggling with loneliness. I lost many of my friends in my divorce two years ago. People must think divorce is catchy or something. I've tried to go out with girlfriends, but I'm often the third or fifth wheel because husbands and partners get invited. I've joined a couple of boot camps at my gym, but all of the connections I've made have been casual and have stayed in the gym despite taking initiative to reach out and suggest coffee or a drink. I feel like placing a personals ad for a friend. You're the entrepreneur. There's your next business idea. Actually, that's a freaking awesome idea. You could be a matchmaker for friends. How are you doing with it all, Heather? Have you learned any lessons along the way? It'd be nice to know someone else is on the road who's also building new connections. Thanks for what you do, and please keep doing it. Okay. So, you know, I got this question and I was like, maybe I'm not the best person to ask right now. Um, because you're absolutely right. I said it a couple of months ago, I think on the show, um, probably in one of my crying episodes and I've done very little with it since. I don't think I can tell you a single thing I've tried to do or a single way I've put myself out there to make a new friend and not doing it has probably also been a little deliberate. Um, in the conversation you heard, I kind of remember having it. And I was talking about the idea that I was afraid if I made new friends here, that I would lose time or room for the people that I've stayed in touch with since I moved from Boston. I think I still have that worry a little bit. And I think that's probably a little bit of what's impacting my decision to kind of not take initiative or take new actions to build new in-person relationships here. But I also think that there's another piece at play for me personally, because I think you and I are on very different journeys. And I want to talk about your journey in a second. But you asked me about mine. So I'll give you that first. Um, 
so I, I haven't taken initiative actually, because I don't really know what I'm looking for. And I feel like saying like, oh, I want to make a new friend. Like for me, that's too general. Um, and it feels too like casting my net out to see what I catch. And that, that idea and approaching it that way doesn't have a lot of interest for me. I also think it's a little bit of a struggle for me because unlike you, I haven't had like a day or a moment of loneliness since I've been here in California, partly because I've stayed in really good touch and contact with my friends back East. Um, partly because one of the, you know, sort of little graces and, um, little sort of gifts of the universe was that my business moved with me and through my business, I have a lot of online connections and a lot of people I talk to and connect with on a regular basis. So it doesn't feel like there's this huge gaping hole um, in front of me. So it gives me sort of the grace period to approach friendship differently. Your journey is very different. You're living in a journey of loss right now. You're living in a journey where people just exited, shied away, avoided, didn't quite know how to have the hard contact, have the hard talk with you. So they kind of just ghosted, or at least that's my story and interpretation, because I've heard so many times, particularly when I was a therapist, talking to people going through divorce about how you really do lose friends in the divorce, not because friends choose one side or another, but because a lot of people don't know how to deal with the awkwardness and they avoid it altogether. So the situation you're finding yourself in is very different than mine. Um, your heart has been broken, not only by the ending of your marriage, but the unexpected ending of these friendships. You didn't get a divorce expecting to lose friends too. You thought the only loss you were going to experience was the change in your family dynamic, the way you thought the rest of your life was going to go, and the way you thought your relationship and your marriage was going to go. And when we've been burned, when we've been hurt when we've been uh, just sort of ignored or avoided. I think we move through the world a little bit differently. There's a little bit of caution to us. There's a little bit of hesitancy and there's a natural biologic sort of human response to play it a little bit safe. And the idea that you are going against the grain against all of that to put yourself out there to join these boot camps to, you know, sort of be, you know, out there with your friends and to continue to live your life. The, the first thing I just want you to hear is, you know, you have my utmost respect um, you're dealing with a heart that's been broken in more ways than one, and you still are willing to put yourself out there, engage in a new relationship, and um, try friendship all over again. And that is where so many people get stuck, my friend. So many people just don't make that choice. Um, they just say, oh, friendship didn't work out with me. I guess I'm going to go, you know, <laughs> sort of live my own life on my own terms. I really, I just want to hear before I go any further in this, that like, I just just want you to know that I really respect the journey you're on. And the thing about friendship is like any relationship, 
Um, we can give all the tips and strategies for putting yourself out there for, you know, meeting new people. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to communicating transparently, showing people who you are so that they'll believe you. I think that a lot of times people will say things, and I know these words have come out of my mouth, like go to a local book discussion, join a book club, go to a trivia night, you know, do a boot camp. Um, But so much of it isn't about the things you do, because so much of that is kind of just checking things off a list. The challenge you have and the the sort of self-examination I want you to do here is how open are you? Um, how, how do you move through the world? Um, how has this divorce changed or impacted the way you show up? Because a lot of times, and I am not the woo person and you're just finding me, so you might not know that now, but I, I don't usually get very woo, but I do think that there's a way that we move through the world that either tells people we're open and available to whatever happens next or we're closed off. I know that I'm one of those open people because when you're an open person, the first people that find you are the crazy people. So when I ask people how they are, they actually tell me the real answer. I was, you know, I did a podcast episode the other day about how everyone answers fine. When I ask the question, not enough people answer fine. I usually hear the real answer. But when you move through the world openly in such a way that invites people in, I think they get attracted to that energy. Um, And that comes with the ability and the willingness and the choice to be open and vulnerable, to not know how an interaction is going to go, but being open to whatever happens next. So I kind I know this is woo and it's not very specific, but I want you to think about the energy you bring to boot camp when you go out in the world as you, you know, have all these casual interactions with people. Do you think you're perceived in such a way that would imply that's, that you're open to conversation, that you would be interested in somebody sitting, talking to you and having a cup of coffee? Or are you a little war torn? Are the scars showing? Do you have a bandaid or two that's still on display because sometimes even though we're trying to meet a benchmark like you know quote unquote make a new friend if our energy isn't consistent with that we're never going to get that goal met the other thing that I got to tell you about any relationship and this is dating and this is friendship and all of that is that it has to be done deliberately and it's not about where you go or how you show up It's about how you engage with the people you encounter. It's about deciding that you're not going to engage in small talk. You are going to be genuinely curious about people. You're going to ask questions about them. You're going to get to know them. And you're going to ask follow-up questions. And you are going to go below the surface of the weather or the latest political thing or the latest this or that. Because friendships happen just as any relationship happens with a moment that's a little bit different, that stands out and is a little more personal. So I don't want you to think about what are you doing? How are you, you know, how many, you know, um, open mic nights are you going to? Do you go to the latest karaoke? Do you do this? Do you do that? I want you to do a gut check as you move through the world. 
do you present as open? And then I want you to think about what you said as the aside where like you said, like, oh, do you, you know, I really need a personal ad to make new friends. Um, first of all, I do think that's a brilliant idea. And all of my listeners have my permission to, to take it because <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind is, oh, my God, I would need to develop an app and I'm a tech idiot. So I'd be really good at the matchmaking part, but I would totally, totally suck at the tech. So anybody who uh, has the tech down, if you need the friend matchmaker, come find me. But I like what you said here. The idea of saying out loud, I would like to make new friends. I'm wondering if you've said that out loud. If you've talked to people about it. When you go on these dinner dates with your friends, when you're at the gym, when you're, you know, this, that, and the other place, have you ever just said, you know what, one of the hardest things about divorce is that I lost a lot of my friends in it and I could really use a friend. Because when we're single and dating, we usually tell people, hey, single, ready to mingle. Hey, do you know anybody? You know, is there anybody you've met? Do you think there's anybody who might, you know, I might head it off with? And as friends, I think we, especially women, we create this story that it has to magically happen that um, it just happens organically or it doesn't count. And I, I think that's nonsense. I think if you just told people that you do enjoy spending time with, like, hey, like, I'm having a hard time filling up my nights, or it feels like there's not a lot of people to call, like, I have a short list of people in my tribe, I really want to expand it. I think if you have that conversation, people would be really interested in being your friend matchmaker. Um, I think you could host a dinner party with your favorite girlfriends and you know the the rule is is they have to bring one person who you haven't met yet and have an honest conversation about how hard it is to meet new people despite the fact that we're having you know this social media overload of connection that I think the more transparent you are the more open you are and again the theme of this show constantly comes back to a willingness to be vulnerable and to say it I think you'll really quickly and very easily find your people. Um, it happens that quickly. Um, you know, and it comes with it comes with a level of vulnerability. It comes with um, it's just like dating, right? Like, I don't know how long it's been since your date. I don't know if you're trying to make new friends and starting to date too, and you're just putting yourself out there on all the cylinders. But it, it comes with that vulnerability of being open and, and, and saying like, hey, I'm here. Is anybody interested? But that really is the fast track to making friends. I, th I think that, you know, that's something that has we have in common with business business that so many times the lesson in business is if you build it they will come so we think if we just keep showing up if we keep just offering help if we keep just being there people will just gloriously magically think like hey you I need you I'll hire you and in business it doesn't really work that way it doesn't work that way in the personal life too or in real life either you can't just keep showing up and expect people to know that you're open to friendship but I, I think if I triple 
bulldog dare you because I know this is hard and I know this is tough advice, but I think if you put yourself out there um, and just told people like, hey, this is an unexpected hard part of divorce. I could use a hand. I could use somebody here who would have my back. I think if nothing else, you'll attract other divorced women who have that shared experience because your experience is not foreign to me. Having, you know, done a lot of therapy over the years with, you know, women in the middle of divorce, I could tell you that this is really common and it's it's common for men too because in divorce actually um a lot of people usually choose the wife's side and they assume that the man is the jerk so i i would just think about like not just where do you go to make friends but how willing are you to put yourself out there to make new friends because it takes effort and it takes work and if you're still putting yourself back together from the divorce if you're still rebuilding your life you just might not have the time or energy to do that but if you do have that time and energy then i would think about how you show up more than i think of than you think about where you show up think about the quality of conversations you're driving how well you um sort of respond to people that you get to know and how often do you take an opportunity that you perceive and follow up with it um we're all responsible for getting our needs met i think it's really easy to to sort of say well if we just put it out to the universe if i just show up at this party and somebody likes me they can tell me but we really do have to drive the car in our own lives and if you want more friends in your life go and get them talk about it have a conversation um, you know, share this podcast, say like, Hey, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. So I just found this woman and I asked a question, what's your answer? Because my answer is going to be different than other people's. But I have a feeling if you just put yourself out there, if you, you know, put it out to the universe again, I'm not the woo person, but holy smokes, I'm sounding woo today. But if you just put it out there, like I am looking for a new friend, I think you'll find it. But the thing that I want you to think about is maybe take a page from my book and start thinking with a little more specificity. What is it that you're looking for? Um, what would mean or make a good friend to you? Um, what hole actually needs to get filled? Um, and make sure that you know going in what your boundaries are. Because I think sometimes when we come from a lonely place, when we come from a place of lacking or less than or scarcity, it's real easy to put ourselves in this position where we take anything we can get. And business owners, again, like there's so many parallels here, right? Um, so many being human moments can apply just as well to business. But this idea that like we're just going to cast out a wide net because we're so desperate, we're so needy, we're so hurting, we're so longing. I do think it does you really good to just think about with some specificity what you're hoping to find in a friend, what you need in a friend. Otherwise, sometimes you're you're more likely to attract kind of the users, the abusers, the victim players, the other lost lonely souls who just want to wrap themselves in their loneliness. And that's not you. You've identified a need and you're ready to go after it. You need to find other people who want to take control of their lives and improve the quality of their relationships. And it starts by saying it out loud. Um, I absolutely love that you asked this question. Um, I, you know, I admit to being nervous about answering 
it and and saying and admitting like, oh no, I like, I haven't done anything with it. But I, I appreciate the opportunity for a really real, really honest and human conversation. I hope my conversation back with you helps you, opens a door, helps you find your way. Um, and I, I hope too that like, you'll tell me what happens next. So many people write to the show. I have this daily podcast and I, I don't know how many, you know, hundreds of questions I've answered at this point. But like, I would love to know what happens next and how you took my story and what you're doing with it and how it all turns out in the end. So please do consider following up with me in a couple of weeks after you've sat with this and let it marinate and taken a couple of steps. I'd really love to know. Thanks so much, so much for finding me, uh, taking a chance and asking a really personal, vulnerable question, allowing me to have a being human moment with you. Um, And thanks everyone for listening. If you have a question and you want my two cents, always find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. I really enjoy talking to you and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.